and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. It's the Brad and Brit cast. It's our first one for our big uh, Super Bowl week. And uh, Brit's already going through all the prop bets, weirdo bets that he's yeah. going to be making as we get closer to the game, you know, which, you know, wh- which player will drop his pants. Oh yeah. Third yeah quarter, things like that. You can bet on anything, right? One one of them has the color of uh, liquid that's going to be poured over the winning coach. You can bet on what color the liquid will be. Uh, yellow. And <laughs> Gatorade. <laughs> I was not familiar with one of them when they have a bet on an octopus. When a when a player scores a touchdown and then scores the ensuing two point conversion, that's called an octopus. And you can bet yeah, on if that's, that's going they to happen. Threw those on the ice. <laughs> that's what they did in hockey in Detroit only. Yeah, that's true. That's what they did. All right, uh, let, let's get rid of the the uh, the trivia here. Right at the the top. Um, I believe that the number is 91. 91 different Grammy Awards have been yeah. given out. They've got that many categories now, and I, I have a I have a fix for them because it's yeah. obviously completely out of control. It moves beyond the everybody gets a trophy idea here. Um, they need to reshuffle and and categorize people and give them awards based on weight heavyweights middleweights lightweights because i i noticed the heavyweight class who <laughs> seem to seem to dominate seems to dominate you, more and more and, and i know red you're fat shaving these days. No, I'm not. No. I'm just noticing. I'm just noticing. This feels like a just like an opportunity for a Lizzo joke, is what this feels like. And I don't. I'm not. I'm not here for that. Not a. Not. It's. It's not a joke because it's real. <laughs> See, because the next thing you know, I'm going to be asking you, what the fuck is that Sam Smith thing? What the fuck is that? See, don't ask me. I know. Don't ask know. the guy was the guy was on SNL. I watched the show and I dutifully skipped through his bullshit. I mean, I, I thought it was a good show and I didn't see his shit. Yeah. At all. I I don't know. That's a sign of maturity when you stop caring about the, the, the oh, like the age at which you stop caring about the Grammy Awards, right? <laughs> that's that's when you that's when you 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 matured. I barely cared about them when I was supposed to care about them. I really didn't. And now I'm, I aggressively uh, don't. There was don't. a, there was a year when, when the highlight of the show was always who died, you know, maybe there was a year that I cared. It was when, like when Toto four, when Toto had like eight of them that one year. And that you know, great. that's, that's been 40 plus years ago. So. It zips by, doesn't it? It really does. As uh, as our old friend, the late Jerry V, said, it's a short pony ride. You go up to young people today and you go, I didn't think that Africa would be the song off that album people would be talking about 40 years later. I thought it would be Rosanna, and they don't understand what you're talking about, and they start I giving know. you pills. You are so over their heads. Stop. It is. It's so over. <laughs> all right. Now, all right, that, that's that's about all we need to, to, to do with the grammars. Here's another one. Is the... Uh, two-word pithy phrase red zeppelin is that a slur that's funny okay or is it just funny 
I hadn't heard that one. That's good, though. You like it? Now, think about it. Red Zeppelin could be construed by the most politically correct, off-the-left-hand coast, oversensitive, politically correct weenies as using a Chinese slang slur, putting the letter R in there to, okay, Red Zeppelin. Or, or you can say it's a completely accurate depiction of a balloon, a Zeppelin, and red, of course, refers to Chinese Communism. In terms of communism, they are the yeah. red Chinese. They were for a long time. Probably, again, that's another one, Britt. You're going to have to explain it to the children what red, <laughs> red. means. Okay? <laughs> Better red than dead. Exactly. The, again, I explain it to the children. So if slur or no slur, I call no slur. I think it's funny. I like it. Show me, show me the aggrieved party. If I didn't. If anybody not, read it, nobody's really about that. Well, not bring yet, me you I know mean, th- that's one of those really that's, out there all that that's one of those I don't think there much. i'm not i think it's i think it's funny I, what i i i saw it used as a headline in places like the christian post and places like that so i'm just telling <laughs> not a that's funny reader, they used it so anyway i like it i think it's funny i think it works I think people got to get over it, and and we can just we can just move on to the nuts and bolts of the story. And and Britt, you know, the weakness shown by this president is unprecedented <laughs> in our history, as you know. I've I've seen a lot of hand ring, ringing over just absolute nothing, uh, as the as the Brits would say, "fuck all." I believe is the term that they would use. There was there was just nothing there, and then when it was shot down, and then. The, the the instant karma, copyright John Lennon, uh, of people like, oh, you know, like three of these, at least three of these happened during the Trump administration, right? And then the shutting uh, he, up. He denies that. He's gone nuts. He's gone berserk. I don't care. To deny that. I just want you to know. The, You're obviously not a truth social fan. <laughs> obviously not there's a uh, john bolton on cnn chinese spy balloons under trump not discovered until after biden took office well there you go that tells you how on the ball that the that national defense team was for the donald john trump senior that tells you how good they were okay first of all that makes no sense not discovered wait a minute uh what did they go back and look at uh all the information all the radar from the previous four years after trump left that that makes no sense that's bullshit okay no i think that's i think that's absolutely possible because i think they had a bunch of incompetent boobs in national security during trump's administration and they were too busy trying to that's even worse right (laughs) that's what i would blame and i I think they were too busy trying to look up hunter biden's crack pipe or his penis or something but we'll 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 just play we'll just put the whole whataboutism portion of this aside for a second even though it does tower over everything as it always does. It does. There's always a tweet. There's always uh, a, a piece of bad policy. There's always a lie. There's always a distortion that you can lay uh, back on on Trump and his administration when they dare to criticize anything subsequent to their to their four years. Um, it is fair. It is fair to ask 
you know, why did we let that thing even begin to come down through Alaska, through the Aleutians, and, and come down through Canada? And that's a fair question. Um, but that's not the same as um, because the decision was ultimately made to let it move through the country uh, and that the kind of information that they believe that could be gleaned by something like that is either stuff that's already been known. They've got satellites up there and have had them up there probably as long as we have, right? Ding, ding, um, ding, ding, ding. Yeah. Know all this shit, you know, that, you know, they can even go buy a Rand McNally map, a paper map and probably that's what I hear. realize that's what I... exactly where the nuclear uh, missiles are launched out of montana so i doubt that mm-hmm. they, they learned anything from and they that. also they also have this spy thing called tiktok that's on millions of american phones of course. i know jesus but this, I, know, I understand that but uh this is about trying to gain uh political advantage here instead of saying wait a minute why did the chinese allow this to happen i mean when you first heard oh well they're saying it's a weather okay you know that was just stupid it was it wasn't um because they could have just turned on the weather channel they didn't need (laughs) a satellite they didn't need a balloon to to tell them about the weather so we knew we knew that they didn't uh send up some kind of and then you hear within the last few hours they fired the guy in charge of weather, the weather guy in China, to make it look as if, of course, they're telling the truth. We're so upset over it that it got out of hand and moved See. where it should have. That we fired the chief meteorologist. In See, China. you know it's fake. You know, you know it's fake because they would have killed him if there was a real mistake that was made. He would have been murdered. Right. right. Um, <laughs> Not just fired. Right. So it's it's fair now. Nah. But that was kind of balanced off the it was a weather thing with the immediate we can't shoot it down because of the damage that could occur on the ground. When uh, Britt, I'm, I'm no uh, geographer, but the amount of open space in the uh, Rocky Mountain Northwest, Montana, I call mm-hmm. it that, is uh, fairly considerable. Right. And, and um, that was a lousy excuse on on our side. They could have shot it down earlier, but they decided not to out of an abundance of caution, as we like to say, because had they shot it down and had one fly on the ground, one flower been killed, then the same Republicans who really want to declare World War Three over this would be saying, you irresponsible moron. You should have let it float out over the water and shoot it down there where no one could be injured. So we know the game that's going on here. It's it's not even it, it's not even discussable. They're so cynical. They're so bad. They're just the worst. The Republican. They're just full of shit. And by the way, congratulations to Leon fucking Panetta, who's been Secretary of Everything and was a Bill Clinton Chief of Staff. He joined in. Should have shot it down. Should have shot it down way earlier. Way to go, Leon. Nice. Yeah. What is what? I don't understand. Like, what? What really is? Because we we've already said that we blocked it from really transmitting or gaining any information. Certainly, information that you point out could have been gained from satellites. 
the difference between shooting it down in Idaho or Montana versus shooting it down over the Atlantic Ocean. I, I don't I, I don't get how that makes us weaker, how the Chinese are going to come and invade us next week, how this puts more money in Hunter Biden's pocket. I'm, I'm not sure. I, I don't understand. I, I don't get the difference in that. This is a complete Rorschach test. Well, it, 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 it doesn't. And um, it's it's just kind of pathetic. But uh, this gives us a tremendous advantage. Why can't these Republicans say, you know, this really gives us an advantage over the Chinese. And when Secretary of State Anthony Blinken said, I'm not going to meet with you folks, that's advantage to us right now. We have the high cards. Sure. As, as much as Republicans don't want to believe this, the world watches the news. They read the news. They know what's going on. And they know who's full of shit on this. They know it's the Chinese. And... Had Blinken not canceled his trip to China, which was long planned, what do you think the Republicans would be saying? Well, look how weak we are. We still go and bend the knee to the Chinese even after they invade our sovereignty with a balloon. So now he's not going, and I'm just waiting. I'm waiting. I'm looking at my watch, waiting for them to say, well, you've blown an opportunity to smooth things over with the Chinese so that we don't have to have World War III with it. It doesn't matter what Democrats do, what Blinken does, what Biden. We know that. They're never going to take the pro-American side on this. They're never, ever going to do it. Can't, can't allow it. Um, the Chinese have shown, I think, great weakness here. They fucked up. <laughs> they, they just did. They just fucked up well but you know they've they've reserved the right for uh further reaction to this so you better be careful that's all yeah. i'm telling you yeah right <laughs> i've never seen people freak out and, and go into such histrionics over something that's so unimportant i just it's just, it's so it's so ridiculous it, it's so nothing but they've decided to pin that uh, this is just an example of joe biden's fecklessness how uh how didn't the uh, balloon boy story wasn't that with the kid in a balloon with his father? Yeah, and it was, was yeah it was like two weeks before. The- yeah, it was a fraud. It was okay. a another big another mistake. big hoax. Took, okay, so I I've come up with this theory that uh, and remember this is a a standard uh, attack, particularly by. Um, Republicans again. Anytime the Democrats do something, it's to distract from blank, right? Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe the Chinese did this to distract from some of the other things that they are doing around the world to take our eye off the ball. Just even for a moment, whether it's the war in Ukraine or uh, their desire to take over Taiwan permanently, just in. Maybe it's a, a, a test to see how much attention can be diverted by the United States and by our government just to a stupid balloon flying over the country. In that case, we took the bait hard. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we took the fucking bait so hard. Or maybe to distract from the internal dissent that they've got among some people over this no, zero COVID policy and all that other stuff. You're, 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 you're a million percent right. They fucked up on COVID. 
Yeah. Their economy is in a free fall. It's true. They've got problems. And President Xi's been in office for 10 years. And China went from being this uh, opening, more freewheeling, semi capitalist society to a complete police state, crackdown on everything. You know, we're back to the era of Mao Zedong over there. So. Maybe this was just a, a big shiny object. It, it really was physically a shiny object up there that people were seeing. Did you see they had to uh, issue a warning to people in Gaston County? Don't try to shoot the damn thing out of the sky with your gun. Because <laughs> they, they don't understand in Gaston County and maybe in some places across the Midwest and the South, a bullet cannot travel 100,000 feet in the air. Uh, and it will come down because gravity is like that. The things that go up will come down and you kill somebody. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're from Western North Carolina. I guess you've never yeah. heard of something called New Year's Eve. <laughs> I've, I've, I, I think I heard of an officer recently uh, near in, in the area where we live who was clipped by uh, a bullet that was descending. And I don't know if it was on New Year's Eve or what it was. They were just, it was a minor injury. But, you know, as you know, people have been killed by those things. Well, it uh, just proves should have been out in Montana. It's <laughs> wide open there. You don't get. Since you, since you mentioned some of the problems that, uh, that China is having with their economy, and they are, uh, we did get this report coming on Friday that jobs number looked pretty good in January. They came out with the jobs number increase of 517,000 jobs. Brad, uh, Unemployment down to the lowest level since before I was born. Uh, however, the last time unemployment was this low, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin, and Jim Morrison were drawing air on this planet, and the Beatles had not officially broken up. Yeah, it was 69. That would be the year they were uh, uh, making Let It Be. There you go. That, that's, how, that's how long ago. But I like to look at it this way. This is the lowest unemployment rate since Donald Trump declared during his presidency that he had the lowest <laughs> unemployment rate since 1976. Remember that? Remember I do. how he had, I... he had solved the puzzle. He had done it. And now Joe Biden has eclipsed him. And you know what it means in terms of Joe Biden's political standing? Nothing. 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 He gets zero credit. No credit at all. He gets zero credit. So let's go through the numbers here. Here we go. Uh, Washington Post, ABC News poll just out. 62% of Americans overall, that's throwing everybody into one big pot, 62% think he's accomplished not very much or little or nothing during his presidency. But when you break it down by party, 77% uh, of Democrats think he has accomplished a great deal a good amount of things in office seven percent of republicans think that he's accomplished something decent something worthwhile but 93 percent of republicans say no joe biden has shit the bed he's done nothing absolutely nothing and by the way if joe biden were to uh fall over tomorrow uh, he would go down as a great president. You know why? Because he prevented this country from becoming an autocracy led by a would-be dictator. And that's a pretty good service that he performed. But he That's a win. 
a lot more than that. And clearly, um, the economy has been uh, shockingly stronger than people thought it would. And now the problem, and it is a problem, but it's a better problem than all the other alternatives, is how do you slow down a an economy that keeps creating jobs now at, at record pace, unless this month was an aberration, which there are some people who think this month was an outlier, an aberration, mm -hmm. and we will go back to sub 200,000 jobs created a month, maybe less ha than that. Haven't they been saying this for about three months now? Well, it was, it had, <laughs> it was going down for it. And this, so this is the outlier. If you, if you look at the last four months, it was going down, down, down. Yes. The way it was supposed to. And, and this month was a, a bit of a, of a jolt. So now you have this push pull with greater job creation and the possibility that that will feed more inflation, which will keep interest rates higher for longer. And this is a better problem to have. Listen closely, economic students. This is a much better problem to have than to uh, suddenly see massive numbers of layoffs, five, six, seven hundred thousand a month minus numbers in job creation. That's correct. Being long. And then the uh, answer to that that the Federal Reserve has, which is that remember, they only have one way to do things. It's with a sledgehammer. One way or the other, they either hit it this way. <laughs> That's not fair. And if they, <laughs> that is true. That's no, no. You you can either raise the rates 0.25 or 0.5, or you can go higher than that. I mean, you can you can use the about. that's what I'm talking about. That's the sledgehammer is like a point. This you know you can you got there's a little light ting, and that's the 0.25. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking Don Lemon you in a second if you don't stop nitpicking over irrelevance. You're going to nit. That's the funniest thing, All Don Lemon. Like he was raising or lower him or leave him the same. I'll tell you this: if they do hire Don Lemon over at ABC, he won't start banging all the chicks around the office. So there, that's that's one in his favor. I'll tell you that. Uh, uh, yeah, because the best one just left. <laughs> that, that TJ guy was nailing everything coming and going. But so I I I, 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 I do want to let, let me finish while you're yes. wrecking what I was trying to say, and I was on such a the such sledgehammer. A I was just a great role. So. Uh, if interest rates suddenly were to go into reverse, if they had to be cut because jobs were being lost, that is not a good thing. That would not be a good economic situation. That would mean we are really headed into a recession, probably. And that could mean millions, millions and millions of people losing uh, their jobs. And uh, I'm going to leave the stock market completely out of this because... Yeah. Yeah. They're not in the business of, of uh, providing higher stock prices or lower stock prices for, for anybody. So, uh, but there are certain economic tropes that have been bound and kind of uh, for a number of years that are kind of being broken now that you cannot rely on. If this is going to be a recession this year, this is going to be the weirdest fucking recession I think we've ever had. And I see all of these very large corporations, and they're all girding, and they're like, "Oh, got to prepare, got to prepare, got to got to hunker down." We just don't know. I think. When are you fuckers going to realize at some point, I don't know, April, May, you poke your head out from the ditch and you go, oh, I guess we're not going to have one. Well, I know, but the problem is you, if you declare victory too soon and you're wrong, it's a disaster. I agree with that. So they will overdo it. They're going to overdo it. They've got the excuse to overdo it now because of 
you know, 500 some thousand jobs created on, they got the, they got the reason to keep going, keep going until some other numbers come out that might undercut that, that idea there. But here's the point. Biden gets no credit right now for having us in a position that I don't think anybody predicted when, when he took office. No. Anybody predicted that uh, in the midst of the pandemic, that not only would the pandemic uh, recede a lot more quickly than anybody thought, but that the uh, economic recovery, which is not equal for everybody. Correct. Well, I guess the numbers show that lower income people are getting a higher bump up percentage wise than um, upper income people. But yeah, but some of that's been eaten up in inflation. So I get, I get that. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, this Biden hasn't accomplished shit number is it's uh, sort of sort of annoying. But uh, uh, if you if you got three quarters of the Democrats saying, OK, and uh, you have uh, almost 10 percent of the Republicans, that that might be enough to get you reelected right there. If you, if you look at it from that point, some other questions here in the poll. Uh, Americans hate everybody. They distrust everybody. They distrust Biden. They distrust Kevin McCarthy way more, way more. Um, Biden has 31% trust. McCarthy has 19% trust. <laughs> Whatever that means. This is bullshit. I hate these questions. I hate those. Um, but this is the well, but let's let's look. Yeah, go ahead. Most Americans think Biden has not created more jobs, improved roads and bridges, or made electric cars more affordable. All right, that's already just a fucking ridiculously worded question. No, he hasn't improved the roads and bridges instantly. They just passed the Inflation Reduction Act where it had all that, that money in it to fix bridges. I know that the standard is it's like calling a plumber. And the plumber can be here at 9 o'clock tonight to fix the leak, and great, you pay the plumber. You don't fix an interstate highway or a bridge that's been there since 1897 that's falling down. You don't fix it overnight. So to- but that's how people react. That's how people react. If you, if you look out your window and you go, well, shit, that bridge over there, that hasn't been fixed. Fuck Joe Biden. I mean, that's literally what people do. Right. Uh, most Americans think Joe Biden has not created more jobs, has not improved roads and bridges, and has not made electric cars more affordable, which, of course, all yeah. those are not true, and they won't be true uh, if you can at least give Joe Biden his predicted lifespan as an 80-year-old guy to play out, okay? He ought to be living till at least 90, right? Because he's made it At 80. least. At least. Right. right. Um, so uh, that's just a dumb question. Well, let me let me let me take a whack at this because I, I I hear what you're saying and I've seen the poll and I I think we're on the same page with this stuff. I think the White House, as so many White Houses do, they just don't tell their story very well. You know, they they have had some successes, and yes, if you, when he came into office, people forget how fucking terrible 2020 was as an economic year. Our economy was in the shitter in 2020. It was really really bad because the Trump administration fucked up their response to COVID. Period. Zip, full stop. 2021, Biden's first year in office. I'll just go ahead and give you a number. The S&P was up like 27%, Brad, in 2021. Now, again, I know that's not the economy, but goddamn, you could not have even predicted that that would have been a possibility when he took office in January of 2021. 
Not possible. I used to hear this all the time from conservatives during the Trump administration. Well, you may not like the guy, but look at the job that he's doing. He's doing a good job. Here we are. We have unemployment that is down to a half century plus. The first fucking year of the of the Nixon administration was the last time we saw unemployment this low. I just talked about the S&P the first year in 2021. Yes, it was down. I think it was down negative 17% last year. We're seeing job growth that's unbelievable. Yes, inflation is a problem. Yes, I understand that. But he's also, that climate change thing was one of the biggest, that's the biggest climate change bill that's ever been passed. Uh, The wages are going up. I mean, just look at it objectively to see what he's accomplished. This old doddering fool who can't even take a step in front of another step without falling on his ass, this guy's getting shit done. But again, I, 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 it's unreal. Where are, the, where are the tax cuts for the job creators? <laughs> that's, I, that's the only way that uh, Republicans ever see their way clear to improving the economy is to cut taxes on rich people. Every single fucking time. Every single time. For the first time ever. We're able, Medicare can negotiate with drug companies on prices. On, on That's never happened before, Brad. We begged for that for like two decades. Right. I mean, there's just shit that's getting done. I'm not, and I'm not saying the, the bridges and the roads, like you said, are getting, but I also can look further than the end of my fucking nose. Here is the best result for Joe Biden in the ABC Washington Post poll. And uh, I'm sure this will come up when he makes his uh, speech on Tuesday night, or as I like to call it, the State of the Union, the most overly anticipated nothing burger ever on an annual basis. The best suggestion I read all weekend was from uh, David Vondrell in the Washington Post, who makes this wonderful case for stop it. Just no more. No more State of the Union speeches. Stop it. There's no need to. It, it absolutely makes no sense. What you was this proposal? There's there's Wood, Woodrow Wilson uh, uh, started it, and uh, we can't stop it. We just we we just can't stop it. There's no value to it. It means it's. But anyway, what was his uh, proposal? Well, he just did, he just said to stop it. Just don't do it. Yeah. No. Well, no, don't do don't do this. Well, first of all, I hope I hope and pray that Joe Biden does not let it go by that they've had to re-erect all of the humongous fencing and security around that building, the Capitol, for this speech because of terrorism, domestic terrorism. Not Chinese balloons floating over the Capitol, they're going to drop a bomb on it, but our own brand of domestic terrorism. He should, by the way, that's another reason I have the speech, okay? <laughs> Not gather the entire government in one building to make it a target. But, well, if we do that, we're giving into the terrorists. No, that's yeah. a fucking waste of time. Sure. It, it's, a, it's a waste of time. But the fact that the reason that all this security is around us is because of Donald J. Trump yeah. should not be lost on anyone. But you know what? I'm afraid that Joe Biden won't even allude to it. And he should. I wish he would. But you know what? That would make it a very partisan speech. And the State of the Union is not supposed to. Oh, stop it! Just, just, just stop it. If you and want to go all, if you want to go all founding fathers on this, all you got to do is write a note. They did. That's they all you did. did that. they just, send, that's what they did. There are other ways. There, we have other media 
the other, other ways to communicate that email besides a speech in that place at that podium on one night a year there are a lot better ways to get your your message out especially and uh, i'll uh, i'll do something that you've heard eight million times and you'll hear it for the eight million first time when they go lowest ratings for state of the union since blah 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 because no one watches it why because there's so many other choices on my tv and i don't want to watch joe biden okay so you're you're setting yourself up for for that whole headline too i think you should just stop it just stop i I agree but the first time it happens i mean if trump would have done it they would have said it's refreshing He's going to just continue working now. If a Democrat does it, oh my God, he's doing away with our most our most storied, so, our most cherished traditions. So what? You know, he didn't shoot the balloon down till it was over the water either, and we're fine. <laughs> you know, be great. But okay, but but he's 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 going to do it, and um, uh, you know th- that does need to be mentioned. The insane security that's the result of we're only we're, we're barely two years past January sixth, twenty twenty one. And just today, just this day, uh, terrorists were going to try to completely shut down the electrical grid of Baltimore. They were ready to go. They had the plan. They've been nailed. Mm-hmm. Thank goodness. Uh, we have a neo-Nazi leader and his girlfriend. Oh, how sweet. A guy named Brandon Russell, who just got out of prison, just got out of prison uh, they're being charged with conspiring to destroy an energy facility, which can get you up to 20 years. They were going to attack with gunfire five substations that serve Baltimore. Wow. And uh, this guy had just gotten done serving five years in prison for for uh, other shit. Russell was in for possessing bomb-making materials and uh, for robbing convenience stores with a machete. Uh, and both are now out on probation. So, oh boy. All right. And so, but, so if they're out on probation, at least that wasn't a left-wing liberal prosecutor who didn't, uh, who didn't prosecute them in this case, but it's, it's out there. And, uh, I, I hate that. I hate everything that like the state of the union, they, when they have to have the Lenny Skutnik moment where they point to the guy who's done something fantastic and heroic and all that shit. Right. And so, what, you know, you know, who's and this is ter- I hate this, but it's going to happen. He has the family of the uh, the guy in Memphis who was killed. Oh, They're wow. Gonna, he's going to use them as props. This is Tyree now, Nichols they, family. Tyree Nichols family. Now. Again, of course. It's only been, you know, a week since we saw the video. It's only been four days since the funeral. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And, and you know, you can thank for this is Reagan. Okay. Reagan started that shit. That was the Lenny Skutnik. Yeah. Bringing in the guy who, who dived into the uh, Potomac river to save people after the, the air Florida crash. Yeah. It hasn't stopped since then. Now, uh, this off the top of my head, help me. Did Trump give Limbaugh the medal of freedom at the yes. state of the union? Here's what happened. He gave him the Medal of Freeman. It had already been given to him. He points him out, and then Rush acts like he was he was surprised by the entire thing. The very dead, extremely uh, cold Rush Hudson Limbaugh III 
then was like, oh, me? Oh. And he's up in the gallery with uh, everybody. Like, he was very surprised. Uh, as with most things that happen in Rush Hudson Limbaugh's life, it yeah. was fraudulent and fake and not real. Right. Was he more surprised or less surprised than Bonnie Raitt winning for, uh, was it Song of the Year? Americana. I don't know what the fuck she won. I'm not sure. I, did, I didn't like it when she won for this thing called Love. Fuck her. I'm kidding. Yeah. She's fine. I don't, I don't give a shit. <laughs> uh, so, anyway, but the, the fact that uh, people in this poll, when asked, should extending the debt ceiling and reining in federal spending on everything you can think of, the military, Social Security, should they be handled separately? Biden wins huge on this one. 65% of people overall say keep them separate. Yeah. Keep them separate. And even among Republicans, 41% say keep them separate. 48% say uh, use it to destroy the economy. Um, but See? that's not going to be enough. But, that, but, the- but that's not going to be enough because Democrats, of course, 83%, 83% say it should be handled separately. So if you add the Democrats, 83 and uh, the almost half of the Republicans, if they fuck up things, if they shut down the Republic, the uh, the government, the Republicans will pay the same kind of heavy price that they paid every other time. Every other time, but they still do it. They still do it. They are the worst chicken players in the history of chicken, and they still play chicken. It's the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It's almost like we go back to those those poll numbers when they were passing Obamacare. People go, ah, fuck Obamacare. I hate it. It's terrible. Then they would point out the different things that are in the bill, and people go, well, yes, I like that. Overwhelmingly, they would love it. It's the same thing with, ah, I hate Joe Biden. He's a piece of shit. He can't govern my dick. Well, do you like this? Well, yeah, well, that's what he does. Do you like this? Yes, that's what he does. Do you like this? That's what he's already done. They like all of his individual policies, but they've been told that he's a doddering old fool that can't even put subject, verb, object together. So they're supposed to hate him, even though he does stuff that people like. By the way, the part the party the, the party does seem to be coalescing around him more or less because he he did he had that thing. I know that they they want somebody else to run on. They the DNC met over the weekend. There was no problem with putting South Carolina first, right in the in the whole thing and the whole in the whole primary wow. system. There was no issue with that. That got passed very easily. Uh, th- you know, all this could backfire, though. I'm more I am concerned about that. I mean, I, I have nothing personal against South Carolina Democrats going first. Because, remember, we don't care about South Carolina Republicans. I don't know whether they would move their primary. I don't know how that works. I don't know. And, of course, South Carolina Democrats uh, have a lot of black people. There, That's right. right? So, um, and so now they're first instead of New Hampshire. And, of course, New Hampshire is whining. And I love this one because they say that they have a state law that they have to go first. Oh, fuck you. I don't care about your state law. Why do you get to make a state law to, to tell the rest of the country? I got a state law that I got a state law that says New Hampshire can blow me. How about that? Get out of here. Well, it's the granite state. <laughs> you see what I did there? For you, I heard you for years and years and everybody else for years and years. Why the fuck do we have to have Iowa and New Hampshire have this ridiculous oversized capacity to pick who our next president is why why do we do that well we just do it because we've always done it all right but here here's here's kind of the problem with that i mean no one's going to challenge joe biden 
in the primaries anyway. It's not as if uh, the South Carolina primary is is up for grabs this time. It's for the it's for the future. And so in in four years, in 2027, right, mm-hmm. um, you have a whole different look and you never know what that's going to turn into. You have no idea whether that's going to whether that's going to work out well uh, or not. Or let's just say between now and say, oh, a South Carolina primary in early 2024, something happens to Joe Biden. Then what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, change is good, but you have to understand that it could come with uh, with a little bit of, of baggage there. Um, and the Associated Press poll that I know you saw overall, and this is not the Washington Post ABC poll, this is a different poll, say in general, hardly anybody wants Joe Biden to run for president again. And the problem is, you know, that's an isolated question that kind of means nothing, okay? Because it's the same question flipped over as, well, do you want Donald Trump? No, no, to run again. No, no. Well, what if Trump's the nominee? Oh, he's got my vote. Say, all the Republicans, right? Mm-hmm. How many of them are going to cross over and vote for Joe Biden? Some will, but not very many. And how many Democrats are going to not vote for Joe Biden if Joe Biden is? is so it doesn't mean anything. It's it's just a it's just an annoyance poll, <laughs> I think. It really, really is. And, and of course, you pull back and you go, wait a minute, at this point in time, are you fucking kidding me that the most likely uh, rematch here is Ollie Frazier 7, right? Uh, we're sick of those two guys. And the last thing we want are two uh, 80-year-olds fighting it out for the presidency. We just don't. And anything that's uh, come a negative on Joe Biden is because of his age. Of course. I just think it's it, <clears> of course. It's just his age. And, you know, you can't fight that. I understand that. But if he can keep his shit together, and by the way, the nitpicking on how Joe Biden reads the teleprompter on Tuesday night, it's going to be beyond anything even that was done in examining the way Trump would stumble over the teleprompter, right? Yeah, yeah. But, um, should Kevin McCarthy tear up the speech immediately after it's done, just well, no, as retribution? Kevin, should Kevin McCarthy be patted down every five minutes to see if he has a weapon on him? <laughs> How dare you? All right, one, one, one last one here. Here we go. Um, in Nyack, New York, which is uh, just over the, the uh, border, I think it's in Rockland County, right up there past New York City. Hello. The students at the middle school there were going to get cheesesteaks, broccoli, and fruit for lunch oh, last week, yeah. the uh, first day of Black History Month. But they changed the meal to chicken, waffles, and watermelon. Yeah, That's right. The uh, food vendor, and you've heard of this company, they service a lot of uh, major arenas and uh, stadiums, Aramark. Right. Aramark, yeah, they they were they handled the uh, they handled the cafeteria at UNCG when I was there, and they may still do that. Uh, they've apologized for serving an inexcusably insensitive meal. Really, well, the situation was our mistake and never should have happened. No, see, the, no, I don't accept the apology. 
You don't? This can't happen by accident. This just can't. You can't have an entire menu of a school changed by accident. And by the way, if it wasn't black, if it was any day of the year at the blackest school in the blackest inner city in America, <laughs> yeah. in Detroit or yeah. Atlanta or Milwaukee, Harlem, Philadelphia, do they ever serve watermelon and chicken and waffles at those schools even? Yeah. I don't think so. I, I, can, doubt it. I hope not. They I, I could accept the entree or the dessert separately, right? Yeah. But to put them together yeah. seems a little suspect. Yeah. Uh, they are based in Philadelphia. They're based in Philadelphia. Well. They have a history of this, Britt. This is the best part. In 2018, in February, at NYU yeah. in New York, I saw barbecue this. ribs, cornbread, and collard greens. With Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid to wash it down. <laughs> Watermelon-flavored water, which, by the way, I didn't even know that was a thing. Sounds delicious, though. I'll say that. Right. And uh, they fired the people who came up with that idea, and then NYU uh, drop their contract with the and uh, at UCAL Irvine, they got chicken and waffles on ML King Day in 2011. And Aramark back then said the managers and the chefs would complete cultural sensitivity training. No, they don't need it at all. We know what the deal is. We, now, in case you don't know, I like to see it written this way because we just assume everybody understands what's going on here. Since the Jim Crow era, watermelons have been used as a racist trope. After emancipation, black people grew and sold watermelons, and they came to symbolize their self-sufficiency and freedom. And according to the National Museum of African American History and Culture, white Southerners responded by using the symbol to belittle black people, according to an article that the museum published. Fried chicken is used to mock black Americans, stemming from enslaved people's knowledge of the common yet sacred farm animal in West Africa, chickens. Hmm. Uh, history and African-American studies professor at Georgetown named Marsha Chatelaine wrote a couple years ago that some argue that enslaved people perfected the techniques to make it. Fried chicken has often been used as a prop in popular culture to degrade black people. Um, so many, just, many I didn't, years. I didn't, know, I didn't know that exact history of it. Uh, many years ago, when uh, former talk show host and I think current iHeartRadio podcast host Tara Servatius was caught with a doctored photo of Barack Obama eating fried chicken, she claimed innocence and not knowing the knowledge that it was a racist yeah, trope. She did. I, I didn't. I had no idea. It's just delicious food to me. That would. That was her claim. In a statement, Aramark says right now that its employees are going to undergo training on stereotypes and biases. They will be instructed to watch the Tucker Carlson show for two straight months. <laughs> everything that he says and then understand that's what it's all about. That's for sure. They say they serve millions of meals every day. They don't have this problem. Uh, I just don't understand why on Passover at uh, – our, our high school, our public high school, the one I, I went, why they didn't serve uh, matzo ball soup, potato <laughs> latkes. A pastrami sandwich. Pastrami. But, but see, here's the problem. Those, those aren't considered to be negative stereotypes at all. No. It's not. They're just 
They're just food. <laughs> so that's all it is. In, Phil in Philadelphia, I mean, they're, since their home turf is so, it's one of the most racist cities around. Have you ever heard that Bill Burr screed against Philadelphia when he was getting booed off the stage about how racist they are for putting up a statue to a fake fighter when they have one of the best heavyweights of all time, Joe Frazier, who's actually from Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> 